Entrepreneur on Fire, episode 308. Fire, 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 fire. Today's most inspiring entrepreneurs delivered straight to you seven days a week. This is Entrepreneur on Fire. Fire. Here is your host who is always, always prepared to ignite, John Lee Dumas. Entrepreneur on Fire. Fire. Ciao, Fire Nation. Did you know that when you choose LegalZoom, you'll be among three dozen companies on the Inc. 500 list who got their start through LegalZoom 2? Visit LegalZoom.com to find the service that's right for you and enter FIRE in the referral box at checkout. Our other sponsor is 99designs, the place to go for your logo, web, or merchandise designs for your brand. Visit 99designs.com slash fire to get $99 of services for free. That's 99designs.com slash fire. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Joshua Becker. Joshua, are you prepared to ignite? I'm very excited. Let's roll. All right. Joshua blogs at Becoming Minimalist, where he encourages others to find more life by owning less. He is the best-selling author of Simplify, Seven Guiding Principles to Help Anyone Declutter Their Home and Life. Joshua speaks often on the relationship between entrepreneurship and minimalism. Given Fire Nation just a little overview, Joshua, but take a minute. Tell us about you personally. We want to get to know you. And then give us a little overview of your business. Sure. Sounds good. I'm glad I have the opportunity to do so. My entrepreneurial um, endeavors, uh, goals, dreams, they flow out of my life and uh, what, I, uh, what I value in my life. So I, I think it's an important background. I uh, lived a pretty typical suburban American life, uh, minus the picket fence and, and a dog. And uh, I was introduced to minimalism by a neighbor of mine. I was cleaning out the garage I had spent a number of hours on it on a Saturday morning while my son played alone in the backyard, began complaining to my neighbor uh, how how the things that I own, my possessions were just distracting me and, and taking up so much of my time the morning. Uh, she's 80 years old and she introduced me to minimalism. Uh, she said, well, maybe you don't need to own all this stuff. And I uh, looked at the pile of things in my driveway, I looked at my son alone in the backyard and I said, you are absolutely right. Uh, these, I mean, this pile of stuff in my driveway, it wasn't bringing me joy. It wasn't bringing me fulfillment or purpose. It was distracting me from the very thing that was uh, my family, my son alone in the backyard. And so uh, that was the moment that we, we said, we're in. We, we started the blog, uh, Becoming Minimalist. We, we got rid of uh, 50, 60, 70% of our things, uh, anything that we didn't need, uh, we got rid of them. Uh, the website that I began writing on that was just uh, journaling our story uh, became uh, resonated with people. Uh, people began reading it and commenting and, and uh, beginning to agree with the message. And uh, that then um, launched uh, a few different books, um, some speaking on the topic, and uh, even more than the income or more than the entrepreneurship, um, it, it just became something that we uh, enjoyed doing, enjoyed inspiring other people uh, to find a, a better way to live uh, with fewer possessions. 
I love your story for so many reasons, Joshua. I love when I hear people that start doing something that just truly resonate with themselves. For you, it was minimalism. You put your feelings, you put your thoughts down out there for the world to consume anybody that wanted to, and it started to resonate with other people, and you started building an audience and a following around that about what you were passionate about. People were coming to you. You planted your flag, and they came to that, and that's such a great way to go about things instead of always trying to expend so much energy going out and chasing after people. So great thing for the listeners to really think about. And we're going to dive way more into that, Joshua. But before we do, we love starting Entrepreneur on Fire Off with a success quote to get that motivational ball rolling. So Joshua, take it away. Sure. There's a pretty well-known author by the name of Brennan Manning. Uh, he gave a quote, uh, wrote it in a book one time. I remember hearing it and never being able to forget it. He said, In every encounter, we either give life or we drain it. There is no neutral exchange. In every encounter, we either give life or we drain it, which uh, I've hoped to use as a a steering mechanism, a a way to navigate life, and that every conversation, every interaction that I have with another person, that I am uh, breathing new life into them rather than taking it from them. Well, Joshua, let me just break this down for the listeners real quick because I call a lot of people. I do a minimum of eight interviews every single week. I do 365 of these per year. So I'm always getting on the line with different people, often for the first time. I'm always seeing different levels of motivation, of enthusiasm. But when I jumped on the call with you today, you were like, hey, John, how's it going? And immediately you set the tone for the call as I normally am forced to do, but you did it even before I could. So that's just an example of how you're living that. But give us a real down to the earth example of how you've recently used that quote in a situation and how that panned out. I recently was, uh, I attended a, a conference up in Portland called the World Domination Summit. And uh, it was exciting because it has a lot of um, nonconformists is kind of their tagline, but a lot of entrepreneurs, uh, people who are um, you know, trying to get out of the nine to five job and, and live and follow their dreams. And when I had the opportunity, I got to meet face to face with a lot of bloggers, uh, a lot of people I've interacted with online, uh, digitally for years. And uh, this is my first chance just to, to get to know them and to sit down and, and have these interactions with them. And, um, you know, it's a lot of, uh, there's not a ton of it, but there's a lot of, you know, hey, here's what I'm trying to do. You know, here's what I'm trying to accomplish. Can you, can you support me in it? And uh, rather than taking that approach, I, I tried to do just the opposite. You know, what, what are you working on? What, what are you excited about? What, what gets you passionate about it? And when you can get them talking about what excites them and how you can help them in the journey. Uh, they can't help but just, you know, feel alive and, and uh, feel, feel life given to them. Great story, Joshua. And I wish we had had this interview three weeks ago because I was also at World Domination Summit. I, I know. I was there. I went a day early. I set the Guinness World Record for floating down the, the Willamette River. It was quite a blast and fully integrated myself all throughout that conference because what a blast. It was my first time ever in Portland, Oregon. So obviously my first time at World Domination Summit. It was World Domination Summit's third year. But what a great group of nonconformists. 3,000 people descended upon that little town in the Northwest and we really had a ball. So Next time we do a conference together, Josh, we will have to meet and together resonate that powerful energy. Yes, it is uh, very motivating to be around passionate people. 
So Joshua, let's talk about your journey now because Entrepreneur on Fire is about your journey. You're our spotlighted guest today. So let's talk about a time when you failed or when you just faced this massive challenge or obstacle that you had to overcome. Break that down for us and share with Fire Nation how you did overcome that. You know, the time format doesn't allow me to do all of my failures. <laughs> I've been here all day. I, uh, I remember early on in my uh, blogging career when I had um, kind of turned a corner. I, I might speak about that in a moment. Kind of turned a corner where the, the blog went from uh, writing about my journey into, you know, how can we inspire others and, and how can we help others with some of the lessons that we've learned. And I began looking for other uh, avenues, I began looking for other um, niches to get my message out, uh, the message of minimalism out. And uh, I remember reaching out to a, a personal finance blogger. I thought, you know, this makes sense. Simplicity, minimalism. Uh, this would be helpful for people who are in debt, trying to get their finances in order, just trying to, uh, to make some sense of those questions. And so uh, I had a friend of mine who was Pretty, uh, who was pretty well connected with uh, what at the time was maybe one of the, the largest uh, personal finance blogs out there. And uh, so I had him put me in contact with the editor and um, uh, I sent a post to him. I sent a guest post idea. I said, hey, I think this would work well for your audience and I'd you know, love the opportunity to, to write on your site. Sent it out and I didn't hear anything for about seven, ten days. And so sent a follow-up email uh, two days later, I got a reply from the gentleman, and it was the uh, reddest email response I have ever received. Uh, and by red, I mean red ink all over my post. He had uh, taken it and, and just made some editorial comments about you know, why this wouldn't work and why I was making assumptions here and how I wasn't citing any sources here. <laughs> and, and I was blown away and it was, uh, my heart just sunk and, and my heart just dropped. And it was, uh, it was, um, it was eye opening to me. It, it, um, it challenged me, I think in my, in my writing, uh, it challenged me to, to say, okay, I need to put a little more time, a little more effort, and a little more research into what I'm saying. Um, so it challenged me that way. Uh, but it also challenged me a short later on. Um, I, I read a quote, or actually it was a, a, a post by a, a friend of mine, and, and he had made the comment. He said, you know, if nobody's telling you no, then you're not asking big enough questions. Right. And uh, it, it just struck a chord with me. And I said, you know what? It's, it's okay that this didn't work out. It's okay uh, that I got rejected in this way. I, I've learned from it. And uh, it does challenge you to uh, face rejection and, and not be afraid of it, but um, not necessarily to seek it out on purpose, but certainly to ask big enough questions in your life and with your business that you will get rejected once or twice. One person that I really enjoy reading, especially right before I'm about to write a book or a major guest post, Stephen Pressfield, and he talks about turning pro, the war of art. It's just really great to see what he writes and to see his struggles and what he's gone through and his entire life journey and then his outlook on that. And that really, to me, has been inspiring. And you're echoing a lot of those sentiments as well. And I think that's just really good for the listeners to realize is that you know, if you're going to do something, like do it right, like really put your heart, put your 
your soul into it and be behind it. Be proud of it. So when you press that send button, get it out there. And yeah, you know what? Just because you pour your heart and soul into it doesn't mean everybody's going to resonate with it. And you're going to get those no's every now and then. But if you're not getting those no's, you're not asking enough people. I send an email every single week to Mark Cuban and every single week I get a no. He won't come on Entrepreneur on Fire. I've had Barbara Corcoran. I've had Kevin Harrington, two of his good friends. But you know what? I said no from Mark Cuban, but I'm not going to stop trying just because I get a no. I love no's. No's mean he's interacting with me. It means I'm in his head. So Joshua, break it down to the ground level. Give us one lesson from this experience, from that failure that you faced. Not being afraid of rejection, um, you know, life, life moved on. Uh, life moved forward. I, I wrote another post later that week. Uh, wrote another post the week after and the week after. And, and life goes on. Uh, the, the blog continued to grow and, and I found other niches. I found other personal finance blogs to, uh, to run my material. And, and uh, just a rejection doesn't, doesn't mean you're a failure. You know, it, it doesn't have to, uh, doesn't have to be the end of your journey, um, but uh, can hopefully strengthen you and strengthen your resolve through it. Well, Joshua, just like life goes on, Entrepreneur on Fire must go on. So let's continue in your journey, either forwards or backwards, your choice. But what I want to talk about right now is an aha moment when a light bulb just went off in your head and you said, wow, this resonates with me. This is something that I want to stand for. This is something I want to be known for. And how do you turn that aha moment, Joshua, into success? It was a, a Friday, and it was actually Friday before Super Bowl three years ago. And uh, I'd been writing on the writing on my website for about two years. And uh, I hopped on my computer on a Friday evening. We were painting in the basement. I remember painting a, a, a guest room. And uh, I hopped on the computer to take a break. And I, I noticed a, a blog that I had been following, a, another simplicity minimalist blogger, uh, was promoting a book. He had just written a post launching his book. And uh, this sounds, this probably reveals some of my uh, inner weakness, but, uh, but the, the guy was in his young 20s. He had been writing for about six months, and he had put out this book. And my first thought was, unfortunately, my first thought wasn't good for him. My first thought was, who is this guy writing this book? I've been writing on this for years. I've got more life experience. I, I can put out a book that can help people. Just if he can do it. And it was that aha moment. I remember going back down painting and telling my wife about it and just saying, you know what? I I think I've learned enough now over the years that I could probably put together a book. I could probably put together something that would be helpful and inspirational. And uh, that began the process of writing the, our first book, Simplify, that you mentioned and uh, written a couple others since then. But it was a, so for me, it was the moment of seeing someone else do it. And if they can do it, then I can do it. I love that story. And I can tell you one reason I resonated with it, Joshua, is because I was that guy for certain people. Because here I was, I launched my podcast in September of 2012. Five months later, I released a book on podcasting called Podcast Launch, How to Launch Your Podcast from Step 1 to Step Done. And it went out there. It comes with 15 video tutorials. So it immediately shot to number one, got over 100 five-star reviews in Amazon. And I got contacted by people saying, John, who do you think you are? You just started podcasting. I've been podcasting for X, Y, and Z years, six years, eight years. I'm an expert in this space. And I would reply back, absolutely. But when I went to find your book, it wasn't there. And there was no book there about podcasting within the last four years. And a lot has changed in the last four years. So I decided to fill that void. That's out there. 
I'm glad that you really shared that story, Joshua, because you're, you're very upfront and honest that it showed A, a weakness in you, but B, it spurred you forward and made you realize that, hey, there's nobody telling me to wait. I can move forward too. So break it down for Fire Nation. What's just one clear lesson that you learned from that entire experience? Yeah, well, number one, I learned a lot about myself. <laughs> I, learned, uh, I learned a lot about my uh, my heart and my motivations and uh, my soul in a lot of ways that um, that was less than flattering. But uh, honestly, that was that was very helpful. Uh, you know, I, I I learned that 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 I that I have a story, that I have lessons, uh, that I have experiences that I've learned from, and as as my as the other bloggers book took off and, and sold well, it was this, this realization that the things that I have learned are different from what other people have learned, and, and I, have, um, I have inspiration to offer. And uh, it's just a matter of you know, sitting down and putting that together, and what's the best way to communicate it, and what's the best way to uh, inspire others to find it. So Joshua, have you had an I've made it moment? Yeah, you know that uh, that book that um, that I wrote, we put up on Amazon. I put it up cheap. I, d- I don't know if anyone was really going to buy it, so uh, I put it up for ninety nine cents on Amazon, which is uh, a steal. And uh, um, I had a, a deal with my wife. We were like, you know what? If we sell five hundred copies of this book, we're going to go out for a nice dinner and, and we're going to enjoy ourselves. Well, it had sold eight hundred by noon. Uh, that day, and uh, it shot up is the number one self help book on amazon for for ten twelve days and uh, I mean it was you know Dr. Phil and Wayne Dwyer, like all these well known Stephen Covey, like all these well known self help people and and there was my book sitting at number one, granted ninety nine cents but sitting at number one for weeks at a time and uh, it, it was the definitely that um, i've made it moments like uh, I, number one I, I have a platform that the people want to hear my message. Uh, but number two, I have a message that people even outside my platform want to hear and want to be a part of. Share with Fire Nation one launch technique that you use for your book that you really look back on and think worked incredibly well. Um, absolutely. I uh, got in connection with uh, the people that I interacted with over the years and just the relationships that I had built blogging and and supporting others and helping others and and hopefully you know breathing life and giving life into other people and and their message and when the time came for for me needing help uh, when the time came that that I needed support uh, man they jumped right on it and and they were you know almost waiting for an opportunity to to help me and to help get the word out about the book's launch so you know a lot of connections emails and twitter messages and and connecting with people that I had um, relationships with. Great insights. And Joshua, one thing that we definitely like talking about here at Entrepreneur on Fire is the journey, that entrepreneurial journey. And you talk about this so well and how we can relate minimalism to being an entrepreneur, etc. Share with us your views about minimalism and the entrepreneurial journey. Sure. I love the opportunity. Um, something that's really been um, exciting me is uh, the connection between minimalism and entrepreneurship. I uh, We presented at that same conference, World Domination Summit, uh, last year presented the material at South by Southwest this following March, uh, speaking at another conference uh, here in, in Phoenix in September. And, uh, and the, the basic premise goes like this. Hey, we've discovered or I've discovered 
that life is better when you own less stuff. You, you spend less money, you have more energy, you have more time, more freedom, more opportunity to pursue what you're most passionate about. It's a, it's a better life to live with less things. And when you come to that realization, it opens up the door for so many things. It opens up the door for entrepreneurship. It opens up the door to really live your dreams and, and pursue for a, for a career what you're most passionate about. If the, if the fear of money can be removed, <laughs> then the, the pathway to entrepreneurship is much easier. And so we've, we've made that connection uh, between minimalism and entrepreneurship. Uh, also, then, once, you, once you're in entrepreneurship, if, if you um, hopefully you know, still, still uh, stick to minimalism and simplicity and, and my life is better this way anyway – it opens up so much opportunity, I think, just for social good uh, with, your, with your dreams and with your passions. It, it allows you to keep a better um, balance between your work and your life. It allows you just to, to do the things that you're really passionate about as opposed to you know, pursuing all these other avenues just for the sake of making money. And uh, it just uh, like I'll, I'll just keep going back to it. I, I think that the message just breathes life uh, into other people. So Joshua, beyond reading your book and your blog and other reading material about minimalism, what's one thing that the listeners can do this week to really start them down the path towards minimalism, if they so choose, something physical, an activity? Sure, absolutely. And it's, uh, it's as simple as getting rid of a few things that you don't need in your life. Um, I, uh, a lot of people, when I talk about minimalism, they, they come up with all the objections. You know, what about this? What about that? I can never get rid of this. I can never get rid of that. And, and I always say, don't go to the hard stuff. Like, like just start with something easy. And so if I were to give one action item to, to um, aspiring entrepreneurs or to entrepreneurs on fire, like one action item would be go to one living space in your life, whether it's your living room, your kitchen, your desk, your bedroom, go to one living space and just get rid of everything in your room that you don't need, that you don't use, that you don't absolutely love. You don't even have to go take it to Goodwill quite yet. Throw it in a box, throw it in another room, and, uh, and just live for a few um, days, for a few moments in this new space with less clutter and less stuff. And as you do, I think you'll just find a new energy that flows. You'll find a new calm. You'll find new inspiration. You'll find new opportunity. And, uh, and I don't think uh, once you begin sampling that life that you ever go back to, re- to returning those things back into your life. Uh, but uh, instead, you'll, you'll be um, motivated to go find another room, go find another thing to get rid of and open up your life to far better things than the consumer products that so many of us are chasing. Love that. Joshua, have you ever seen the show Hoarders? I cannot sit through a whole episode. <laughs> I was going to uh, say, I've that seen, must terrify you. <laughs> I've seen enough to know what it's about, and um, I tremble at the thought. Tremble it's, at uh, the thought. It very is sad. So, Joshua, let's move into current times right now. Share with Fire Nation one thing that's really exciting you right now. Sure. One thing that's uh, really exciting me is um, I've been, uh, I took an intentional step one year ago. Uh, to rally together simple living advocates. Uh, so let's, let's create a place, let's create a community where uh, people who um, uh, love minimalism and love simplicity and love its message 
can come together. Let's talk about um, let's talk about spreading the message. Let's talk about finding influence. Let's let's somehow get together all on the same page, and then let's go forward in unison and let's really try to make a difference in this world. And let's really try to uh, invite people to this this better way to live. And so, uh, a lot of it's happened through the newsletter um, that I put together. But a uh, team of over a uh, team of close to five thousand people that, uh, that that love the message and and want to share it and and we're just uniting them around some some common themes and uh, excited to see what they're going to do and and um, what the difference is that we can make. So Fire Nation, we're going to quickly thank our sponsor LegalZoom, the go-to provider of affordable legal protection. Don't be mistaken. Whether you're getting ready to start your business, protect your family, or safeguard your assets, LegalZoom has a service that can help. LegalZoom offers award-winning services developed by the best legal minds in the country. And the great thing about LegalZoom is that every business or family who engages with them gets personalized attention from start to finish. That's why over 90% of LegalZoom customers would recommend the service to their family. LegalZoom is not a law firm and provides self-help services at your specific direction, but there's so much more. Now, every LLC and incorporation package includes easy-to-use business accounting software, a $269 value for free. Be sure to enter FIRE in the referral box at checkout. Start your business, protect your family, and safeguard your assets at LegalZoom.com today. Referral code FIRE. Our other sponsor, 99designs, is the answer to all your design needs. Do you need a new logo for your business? What about some sweet web design? We could all use some new infographics, Facebook cover pages, and banners. Incredible graphic designers at 99designs are waiting to help you out. They'll work on projects you define, and you'll assign the budget that works for you. There's a lot that goes into starting a new business. The paperwork, legal considerations, personnel, and day-to-day operations... Get some help with the branding and marketing from people who know their stuff. At 99designs, you choose the best submissions for your project and give feedback until results match your expectations. There's a 100% money-back guarantee and stellar 24-7 support. Visit 99designs.com slash fire today for a $99 power pack of services for free. That's 99designs.com slash fire. So Joshua, this is a great segue to my favorite part of the show, the lightning round. And this is where I get to ask you a series of questions and you come back at us, Fire Nation, with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Absolutely. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? You know, I once heard a, a quote that says, before you can be successful, you have to believe that you can be successful. And I think that relates to anything in life that it's not until we believe we can do something uh, will we ever actually achieve it? And uh, so for me, just this realization that I, I can be helpful, I can be inspiring, I do have a story to tell. Now, how do I get it out there becomes the next step. What is the best advice you've ever received? A uh, publicist for some pretty well-known authors uh, I was chatting with one time, and uh, she said to me, Joshua, business still takes place face-to-face. And uh, it doesn't matter what the where the internet goes, social media, it's all good, it's all helpful, but business still takes place face-to-face in relationships with other people. And uh, so you've got to focus on that always and allow the business to flow out of that. 
Could not agree more. I always trace the start of Entrepreneur on Fire to the first social media conference I ever went to, which was Blog World back in New York City, 2012. That's where I got my start, that face-to-face, shaking the hands of people, getting that first initial yes from those high-end bloggers and podcasters to come onto my show. That started the momentum. I may never have got that from just a cold black and white email, but I did get that from that face-to-face interaction. So going to conferences will be something that's always part of my agenda. It's obviously part of your agenda as well, Joshua. It's great to do. What's one specific action that listeners can take in the next 24 hours to bring them one step closer to their dreams? Help someone else succeed. I think that our quickest path to success is helping someone else achieve theirs. And there are countless ways to do it. You know, connecting with someone, sharing someone's blog post, uh, having an encouraging conversation with somebody, giving hope into someone else's dreams, connecting one person with someone else uh, who would be able to help them in their journey, uh, helping someone else succeed in a very tangible way, uh, I believe is the, the quickest way to find success in yours. Josh, would you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? Yeah, interestingly, uh, I I don't have a lot. Um, I, uh, <laughs> That's I not love, interesting. That's exactly I, I, what I expected. <laughs> I, uh, I I love WordPress. Uh, it is uh, it is simple and it is easy, and um, it it makes having a web presence um, uh, very um, achievable for any person, no matter how much internet savvy they have. And I I knew nothing about blogs. I knew nothing about setting up websites, but I. I just knew when I began my journey to minimalism that I wanted to, to write the story somewhere. And I, I stumbled upon WordPress and I had it up and going in a matter of minutes. And uh, it, became, it became the launching pad for, for everything that I do. And uh, if, if people don't have a web presence, uh, WordPress to start is free and it's simple and it's easy. And you can uh, begin getting your message out there in new ways. It's minimalistic, baby. And Fire Mm -hmm. Nation, you can find the links to this resource and everything that we've mentioned in today's episode by going to entrepreneuronfire.com slash Joshua Becker. Joshua, if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be? There's a book I read recently that I love and cannot stop recommending. The book is called More or Less, Choosing a Lifestyle of Generosity. Uh, the book is by a gentleman named Jeff Schinneberger, and uh, it is a book about his realization of the, how he was living his life compared to how so many less fortunate were living theirs. And uh, he just began this journey similar to mine of of, uh, of sharing what he has with others. And it, it really, I think, challenges some of our preconceived notions about what is enough and what is too much and uh, how can we be more helpful to those who, who, uh, who need the help. In Fire Nation, if you haven't already, you can get the audio version of this book for free by going to eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. So Joshua, this next question is my favorite, but it's kind of tricky. So take your time, digest it, then come back at us with an answer. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Well, first off, I'd be thankful that I have shelter, food, and a laptop. Yeah. Thanks so much for... (laughs) I do what I can. I think... uh, 
I think the first thing I would do is uh, I would introduce myself to my neighbors. Uh, I would begin relationships with others. And if I could bring it back to my original quote, even, I would try to give life. I would try to breathe life in every interaction and in every relationship. Uh, business is still face-to-face. Uh, business is still about who you know. And so I would begin um, interpersonal relationships with other people, find out what they need, uh, find out what type of business would, uh, would help them, and uh, take next steps from there. Well, Joshua, I truly like to try to live my life as minimalistic as possible. I'm more about location, about freedom than any material thing. So I'm definitely on my way, but I still have a ton to learn. And following your blog and reading your book is going to get me even closer. So thank you for sharing your journey. And give Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance. Share how we can find you, and then we'll say goodbye. Absolutely. You can find me at becomingminimalist.com. That's the uh, web presence. You can find everything from there, Twitter, Facebook, um, all those different avenues. Uh, I have discovered something that I think we all know deep down is true, that there is more life to be found in pursuing less, but more important than can ever be found in pursuing more worthless stuff. And so uh, as we continue on entrepreneurs and as we continue on making a difference in the world, may we live it out of what inspires us. May we live it out of uh, the life that we live and may we uh, do it in a way that inspires others to discover a better way to live. Well, Joshua, you inspire me and Fire Nation is well aware that they can find the links to everything that we've talked about today at eofire.com. Click that podcast tab. Joshua's hanging out in the archives. And Joshua, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise and experience. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Fire Nation, are you an aspiring or new entrepreneur who's looking for a community of like-minded individuals who can offer support, tools, resources, and advice as you start your entrepreneurial journey? Fire Nation Elite is here to provide you with just that. 100% support, 100% of the time. Visit FireNationElite.com to fill out your application and schedule a 15-minute one-on-one chat with me today. Thank you for joining us at EntrepreneurOnFire.com, your daily dose of inspiration. Prepare to ignite.